Hey everyone, welcome back to Top 5, brought to you by Define Talent. We are a results-driven service working with clients to connect them with quality talent, as well as working to make an impact within the recruiting industry. We talk straight about today's professional world with real-world professionals, experts in recruitment, job seekers, and business owners alike. Have a question for us? Send it in and you might spur our next conversation. I'm Tara Thurber, co-founder and director of talent partnerships here at Define Talent. And joining me today is Matt Barifato, the purpose hunter. Hey, Matt, how are you today? Tara, I am just very excited to be here today. Um, <laughs> you have no idea. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So, Matt, you're coming to us live from the Windy City. Can you start off by just providing some background for our listeners, uh, maybe some professional, sorry, personal history and professional background so we can just get to know you a little bit? That, no, no worries. So, yeah, I'm um, born and raised here in Chicago, and um, it's interesting because I've um, at heart... So, a part of my story, which you've already talked about, and you, I mean, that you're going to talk about, I'm sure is I'm an old hockey goalie. And a lot of people, I, I like to say that first because people go, what does that have to do with anything in life? Well, it make, it really has a lot to do with it, but um, my entire professional career has been in sales, um, employee benefits for small to mid-sized corporations, believe it or not, for 42 years and um, got involved in, in coaching people, um, and when I started to do this, I never realized how often I was doing this in my whole life. And and my whole journey has always been around, you know, um, really talking to people about what do, what do they love to do? What are they passionate about? What are the things that they're good at? What are those kinds of things? And and I didn't never realize that I, I did that from the day I was in high school, you know, that I can remember earliest days in high school. Yeah. And I would always love to get into deep conversations with people. And I never realized there was such a deep connection. And, and, and that's what I, what I love to do. So I have, I've been married for 42 years. Um, and my, I have three girls. We now have four grandsons and we have one on the way. So we're just, yeah. really yes. so you shared a little bit about your history and professional background. Now, also what I would love for you to do is share with us why the greatest world in the job, it, greatest job in the world is a goalie. Um, I'm from Canada, so I understand the importance of hockey, but a goalie? Yeah, there you go. I love it. Um, I uh, what, what Tara is referencing to all you <laughs> listeners out there is referencing, I did a blog post that says the greatest job in the world, and it's being a hockey goalie. And a lot of people I know look and go, are you nuts? I go, well, no. <laughs> Um, I love being a goalie for many reasons, but one of the things, and it's really closely tied to my purpose for being on this planet, which is really strange. People sometimes look for co collections and, and connections, I mean, and, you know, as a goalie, uh, I became a goalie because you, you're a hockey fan, so you know this, but as a hockey fan, um, goalies played the whole game, which is, I said, that's a cool thing. <laughs> And the the second best part of being a goalie was you can get a penalty and you don't have to go to the penalty box. I remember when I was 10 years old, I said, what a great deal that is, right? And as of course, as I started jumping into it and I started to realize being a goalie, you know, um, any team that's ever done well in any hockey endeavor, as far as certainly championship, you don't do it unless you have a goaltender that is 
that can, I say, stand on their head. A goalie that can stop people when no one else can. A goalie, you know, it's a, you know, similar to like a quarterback, I guess, on a football. But as a goalie, too, it's it's an odd thing because as a goalie, I could be the best goalie ever and stop every shot. But if I'm on a team that doesn't score a goal, I end up with a tie. Yep. <laughs> so it's a little pressure on me, but in the same token, it's one of those things. So I I've just always enjoyed being in the in, in the in that kind of a limelight from yeah. the perspective that when I know my job is to stop the puck, how do I do that? And how do I help my team win? And I've been, it's been a part of my leadership. Um, a lot about my, the leadership that I have brought to the world has come from the fact that I can view the whole ice yeah. of what's happening in life. And when, when they're coming in on me and the, my, my defensemen are skating backwards, they don't, they don't see the whole ice. I see the whole ice. And so being a, being a goalie is the greatest thing ever because, you know, the other thing too is I could never imagine getting hit by a 250-pound person <laughs> into these boards as like a wall. Yeah. And, and, and all I got to do is look at a puck coming at me. So it's coming at me 100 miles an hour. Who cares? <laughs> but it's just a little puck like that. That's it. And I just love that. And, and so I love doing it. That's why I love being a goalie. Oh, I love that so much, Matt. Um, <clears throat> so we want to dive into 2024. Super strong with intentional purpose in mind. I want to dive into your book, Purpose Hunting, Navigating Your Way to a Fulfilled Life. Where did you get the idea and what do you want readers to take away? I love it. Thank, thank you for asking that. So um, my first book was written 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And my first book was called Elephant Hunting. And it was my life philosophy. And uh, why is it elephants? Uh, why elephants? Why elephant hunting? Why elephant? The philosophy yeah. is is based on a metaphor. Tar, you and I have talked about it. And yes. The story is how do you eat an elephant? And of course, it's one bite at a time is how you do that. <laughs> so I want everybody to know I'm not hurting elephants. I don't hunt elephants. I don't <laughs> eat real elephants. It's a metaphor. A big project. You break it into little pieces and you do it one bite at a time. So when I wrote that book, that was my life philosophy. And, and, I, and I wanted my, my daughters to have, this is how I lived my life. Yeah. And any big project I've ever done, I, I took big projects, broke them into pieces, and I got them done. Okay. And as that start, is that, so that was 20 years ago. And my whole life has, has, has been around everything I do is like that. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't realize that one of the most important parts of that philosophy is understanding your cornerstone values. Right. And, and it's a big part of that, which means what's most important to you in, e <clears throat> in each of your life arenas. And my first book had it out in a different order. It was like, oh, I, I really I talked about finding purpose, but I never was direct about it. But I really went deeply on what's most important to you. So as I start to coach more and more people, I started to see that my book does my first book and this one. But the first book, especially Forces people look in the mirror and look at themselves. Who are you? And a lot of people don't like what they see. And what I was really surprised at was a lot of people will put, they'll, they'll look in the mirror and they go, oh, I don't like what I see. They put my book down and they shove it forward. They go, you've missed the whole point of that you think the book is. <laughs> it's really about, hey, you can change. And, yeah. and the issue is, how can I change to be the best version of myself? Right. And so the new book is front and center about purpose hunting. Find your purpose first. If you can figure out why you're on this planet, the reason you were born, the reason, the purpose for your being, 
you're going to stick out the work, what I call hard work to figure yeah. out your cornerstone values, what's most important to you. And, and I didn't realize before I wasn't, I, the order was backwards. So what I love about the new book is that it puts right in the front. Hey, if you don't know why you're on this planet, join the club because there's a lot of people don't know why they're on this planet. And don't right. be afraid of that. Let's go the let's go down here and let's figure out the way we can have an idea of, oh, what if I if I know why I'm here? Oh, great. If I don't know why I'm here, I'm not gonna just give up and say, oh my gosh, my life's over. No, there's a formula. And that's what I've been doing is I've been actually capturing what is that process to figure that out. Right. I love it. And I love that it's come in. I like the navigating, um, you know, the purpose hunting and just navigating your way. I mean, navig navigating oneself is hard and figuring out that way is hard. Um, so it's it's just it's phenomenal to be able to sit and chat with you and, and learn. I mean, 20 years later, you took something you created and realized, I mean, you brought yourself into now this new book to share with everybody of almost a little bit of a flip to say, okay, here's your purpose. Now let's figure out how to do it. Right now. So here's, there's actually two parts of the question or two parts of the statement, right? It's not just finding your purpose, Tara. It's find your purpose and how do you live it every day? Yes. Because that I think is the biggest challenge, the bigger challenge or the biggest challenge. Yeah, you need to find your purpose. But once you do, how do you live it every single day of your life? Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that we're always going to be able to live the whole thing. But on a scale of one to 10, if you can do seven out of 10, that's better than two out of 10. Right. <laughs> that much I've learned. And so what I love is that, and you know, think about navigating. I love that word navigating because it's it's almost like if you don't have a road map, and, and I always, you know, and I use this example all the time is, is Alice in Wonderland. I love that story. Mm, Alice in Wonderland, too. when she goes, she <clears throat> when she meets the Cheshire cat, she's in a fork in the road. She meets the cat, you know, she meets the Cheshire cat and, and she says, the cat says, uh, hey, Alice, what's going on? And Alice says, hey, which road should I take? And and, and right away, the, the cat goes, well, I don't know, Alice, where are you going? And Alice says, well, I don't know. And then the cat smiles and says... Well, I guess it doesn't matter which road you take then to get there, then does it? And oh, I, that struck I just me. Got goose, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> you, you know, that's that's what I think that happened to me too. And I said, that's the key. So if you don't know, and, and what's going to tell you which road to take? Well, if you don't know what's most important to you, I don't know which road you can take. And it really doesn't matter. Right. Because you just go. And, and how many people do you know, Tara, that you live life and they just let they just live life? They just I'm just going. Well, wouldn't it be cool if you actually knew what was most important? Then you decide to go that way. Yeah. You know, that wasn't going to be the easy way instead right. of taking the easy way because you say, oh, it's easier, but it's not the right way. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. It makes total sense. So in addition to the book, you also host the Purpose Hunter podcast. And now, first of all, when do I get to be a guest? Absolutely. I, <laughs> you having what I'm calling an open invitation. I can't wait. Literally, when we're done today, I want to schedule that because I think you do. You would be a great uh, a guest. Let me give you the premise of the podcast. And I, yes, and please. I, started, I started to do it because what I knew was this. The idea behind it is I interview people, ordinary people, 
famous people, just people about how did you find your purpose? And 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 I I, I and when I when I thought about having this podcast, I said, I, you know, I didn't know if I was gonna like it or what. I I wasn't sure. So after I started doing them right away, I fell in love with it because what I do is I just ask people very those questions that they're all going to look at you and go, oh, not that question. I go, yeah, that's the idea. I want to I want to ask you, how did you f- navigate those waters yourself? And the idea behind it is there's going to be people watching, or, excuse me, listening to my podcast. Yeah. That through our conversation with whoever I'm talking to, they may get some clues to their own purpose. Yeah. And, and so as I go through these interviews, I am just in awe at, number one, how great conversations that I'm having with people. And I challenge them. And they, they many times they have to pause and they go, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Hold on. I go, that's okay. I'm not going to, I'm, you know, and I let them, I let them stew a lot while and I let them come out. And then I challenge them on what made, what, what made that happen for you? What, what was the catalyst? What was the thing that happened? And usually when they, they have an aha moment mm-hmm. and I sit there going, that is fabulous. And yeah. there's somebody who's listening to it need to hear that. Yeah. They could probably apply that to their own life. And that's why the podcast has been really wonderful. I, 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 I just can't wait to get more and more people that will uh, be willing to share. And, you know, people think to me, they go just like you did. Hey, I want to be on your podcast. Well, before you say you want to be on my podcast, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yes. <laughs> really challenge you. And yep. a lot of people don't like that. I know you do. You and I had great in, in, insights in our conversation. So thank you for that. Bring that up. Yeah, no problem. So before we dive into your top five ways to find your purpose, I want to just throw a fun question in there and ask you, how would you describe your perfect day? My perfect day. Well, my perfect day, uh, it's usually, um, I'm a morning person. And so a lot of times people don't, I I think it's a really, when I coach people, I I really want them to really understand where are you at your best? Are you a morning and afternoon or an evening person? You know, all of us have a place in the day that we are at our best. We're sharp. We're thinking. We're, we're, we're just, there's something about it. And so I love waking up before anybody else in my household. Now, when there were kids, it would be different, but um, now my kids are gone. It's just me and my wife. And, but I love when I can't sleep. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, what I love most about what I do is making other people not sleep the next day, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I've experienced really? that. I've experienced that. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're still smiling when I say it, but I actually love doing that. Um, so I love when I can't sleep at night and I wake up, I don't want to just lay there and just, I just don't like that. So I'll get up, I'll find my favorite chair. Mm -hmm. It's in the living room. I put on my favorite brainstorming music. I have a blank sheet of paper and I have my favorite pen. This is so important. I have my favorite pen and I am able to sit down and I start to just let I I start to let things fall out of my mind onto paper. I let it fall on there. And 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 the writing process to me is something that's very unique and, and it, it has a big part of this. So my ideal day is to start like that, that I'm able to just before anyone else gets up, and even sometimes before I even have my first cup of coffee, I'm just I'm just all of a sudden got these things flowing out and I'm 
and I, I, I don't like to stop. So I just like to keep it letting, you know, and that's what happens is when you do it the right way. And so I, I love to do that. So um, then once I'm done with that would be to, uh, to uh, work out. I, I really mm -hmm. like to, I, I'm not a big runner. I mean, I, I, I now have learned how to learn to run, learned, to, I've learned to like running, which is just crazy. As a hockey goal, you don't have to run a lot. You know, that's why right. it's one of the others that I love being a hockey goal. Um, but um, I really love, you know, what I understand about these bodies we have is that, uh, you know, they don't last forever. And uh, if you don't take care of it, good luck on this planet. Yeah. You know, in this planet, we need that body. And and again, that's part of the, the part of the deal. So I love that. And then, um, you know, then can I be purpose hunting? Can I have conversations like this as often as I can helping or just talking with other people about why are they here? Yeah. Pure and simple. I mean, now, that family, sounds like an amazing day. <laughs> well, thank you. And if my family's around, so my wife and my kids, my grandkids, even better. But you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm, if I'm able to purpose hunt with them, better yet. Wow. So. Wow. Well, I agree with the the writing and and getting into. I call it the flow. You start something, and that's like your your perfect start to the day or where you need to be. And then before you know it, it's three hours later and you're like, oh, great. Now let's do something else. And, you know, you flow with your day. So I really love what you shared with us, Matt. I, I really. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. So now I am what I'm waiting for are your top five ways to finding your purpose. Please share with us. OK, so this was actually. I had to think really deeply last night about because the type, you know, topic of your show is your top five. When you say, oh, I got to give you top five ways. Okay. <laughs> um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to break it down because I, I think that there are different things you can do. So I'm going to just because I'm numbering one through five doesn't mean which one goes first. But these are the top. These are the top five. <clears throat> and the very first one is what we were just talking about a little bit, which is I want you to, to explore your gifts. Mm. And everybody I've ever said that to, they look at me and they, and you just did it now. The first time we ever talked about it and you, they say, Oh yeah, I, I get that. I say, no, you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking a deep, deep dive on exploring what your gifts are. And I'm saying, what are the God given gifts that you have and only you have, and you don't even have to think about these things and they come that natural to you. And you know what? Every person I've ever done this, that, that, and, and I want to brainstorm with that. Yeah. And I want people to identify what are the greatest gifts you have. And you might have 10, you might have 15, you might have 25, you might have five. You have at least one, but I know you have many. And that's what I call the, what I'm going to say, that's one of the ways, because there's so many clues that are wrapped around yeah. finding your purpose in life right. that are directly tied to something that, you know, you know how many times I've talked to people and they go, and I go, uh, I do this exercise in my workshops and I just love brainstorming and I have these series of questions and I just love watching the people's face as they start right and they start to smile. Yep. And every time I do that, I stop and I say, why were you smiling whatever you wrote down? And they look at me and they go, I haven't thought about that since I was in eighth grade. And I just said, why not? And, and they go, I don't even know. 
Yeah. And usually everybody has things that they're so good at, so natural at, and they've forgotten, they've taken for granted, and they have not done those things. And when they're stuck with, I'm not sure what my purpose is, that's the pl first place I'm going to go. And so that's number one, what we're going to do. Number two, I want them to examine what are they passionate about? And again, it's one of those things where people go, oh, well, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know. What are you passionate about? Um, I think you and I were one of the conversations I saw a, was it a surfboard or was some, something? Yep. Where it was a surfboard. And I just, yep. I couldn't wait to ask you about it just so I could hear your story about it. Just like you were asking me about being a hockey goalie. Yeah. And again, it's a number, it's a way of finding purpose because what people don't realize is that when you're that passionate about something, it's not an accident. As a matter of fact, they've lived part of their life going through something that they go, you know, I love going to a, like a, a barbecue or maybe a party or something. And I start talking and, and I'll talk to a woman or a man and, and all of a sudden they'll start talking about a, a guy. A lot of times when they love to barbecue and smoke meats and do this kind of, I just am intrigued with that. Yeah. And I just ask questions. I let them talk. And before you know it, they're going, they're, you know, they're, they, 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 they're going, am I boring you? Yeah. And I go, <laughs> boring me. You are inspiring me. If you, I, 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 and, and people don't yeah. realize how inspiring they can be to other people. Yeah. When they touch something they're passionate about. And a lot of times you have many passions. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, you only have one purpose. When I say one, I meant the purpose. You're right. Like the purpose. Some people go, oh, you and I go, no, no, you'll understand when you go through this process. Yeah. And then, but many passions. So yeah. So number two is what are you passionate about? Okay. Mm. Now, any one of these by themselves, would it work by themselves? I don't know. But I know there would be many clues where you can start connecting dots. Absolutely. But I start on that. And then the, number three is, Determine who you can serve with your gifts and your passion. Ooh. So determine who you can serve. So does, there's like a question that I would have, I would, you know, you ask yourself, who can I serve Yeah. with this thing that I'm really good at and that I'm really passionate about? And, and, and people don't realize how powerful that statement is because you're going, you know, and you and I even talked about it because I know you really yep. love to help people. I've, I've never had anybody who says, hey, I, uh, I ask them, what's your purpose? And they go, well, you know what it is? I want to help people. I go, well, that's great because I think everybody does. But if you don't define that, yep. then that's when you start to get really specific clues about your purpose when you start to define who can you actually help. And what are those? You know, a lot of times there's people and that you may be the only one that can help someone. And if you are the only one that can help someone, you're not fulfilling your purpose unless you're actually not afraid to go towards that and really right. go, go out there and offer that. So number three, uh, again, by itself, is it going to do it? Mm, it might. Okay. I, I, I you know, I love, I've st I'll start at any one of those three and I'll go. But number four is, is, a, is one that's really probably one of the most powerful. And I call it legacy. And I call it legacy because what I want people to do is ask the question of themselves, who taught you the greatest lessons in your life, whether they are still with us or not? So wow. if they passed away, that is one of the most powerful groups. And then if they're still alive, 
Right. Huh. You mean you can make me think about someone that just died? Yeah. You think it make me think about someone that I really loved or they loved me and they're not with me anymore? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because here's my question. And it, I, I think it's why, why I think it's one of the greatest uh, ways to find your purpose is, is there something that that person taught you that was not supposed to go to their grave? Oof. Yeah, you just you just you just groaned a little bit because that's I think that's really powerful. Very powerful. If you don't teach someone else what they taught you, what if you're the only one that learned the lesson? And that's why I think there's a responsibility, i.e., purpose. Yep. To maybe teaching someone else what you learned. And I want to share a little story that it really ties, <clears throat> excuse me, ties that together. Yeah. I love being a hockey goalie. When I was in high school, my best friend was a forward. He loved being a forward. Our two passions brought us together to play on the same team in high school. Our senior year, he was going in on a breakaway, got checked from behind, hit the boards, head first, ended up breaking his neck oh. as a senior in high school. I'll never forget this. Till the, I'll never forget this. Skating up to him where the coach had pulled his skates off his feet and was pinching his toes and said, Michael, can you feel this? Michael, can you feel this? Michael, can you feel this? And he said, no. He broke his neck that night. And I have always asked this question. Why was I on the ice? To watch that happen. I was the goalie watching him going in a breakaway. He hits the board. I saw him hit the ice. I come up there and find out he's a quadriplegic. I mean, we didn't know this for his right. whole life. And he ended up passing away 13 years ago. And I don't think the lessons he taught me about what I needed to know about people who are disabled was supposed to go to his death, to yeah. his grave. I think I'm responsible for teaching those things to other people. And that's deeply connected to my purpose. And I think everybody has a scenario like that, whether it's a mom or a dad or a grandpa, or whoever raised you, a friend, I don't really care, but what lessons they teach you. And then if that doesn't work, then you look at people who are still with you, that they taught you lessons. And that is where you get a huge connection. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. Absolutely makes sense. And, 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 and I just, you know what, it, it leads me to number five, which is the, the end all and be all on finding purpose. Try a different combination of my number one, two, and three, and don't stop trying. And people go, what are you talking about? Here's what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you were to go and someone says, I'm not sure, because here's, here's what I know. People fall into one of three categories purpose, one of three purpose buckets. Number one is either, I'm I, I'm not sure of my purpose. No, no, I think I know my purpose, but I'm not sure. That's number one, bucket number one. Bucket number two is, I don't know my purpose. Yeah. Or bucket number three is, I know my purpose, but I'm not living it every day. And what I know is this, here's how you figure out your purpose. You take your number one gift. Remember you brainstormed all that? What's your number one gift? Your natural thing that you love to do that you're really good at. 
Number two, it's a three-legged stool. Number two, you you uh, look at what are you passionate about? Right. And then number three, you look at who can I serve with your gifts and your passion? So if you take your number one gift and you take your number one passion and your number one group of people you can serve, wrap a ribbon around that stool, jump in the water and start playing in that water. And and and, and if something doesn't emerge that is your purpose, then guess what you do? Okay, well, let's try this. Let's change the order up. Let's take my number three gift and let's take my number four passion and my number two people I can serve. Wrap a ribbon around it, jump in the water and jump in. And you go, oh, oh, that didn't work. And then, you know, when you get to the fifth time and it didn't work and people, oh, I guess I don't have a purpose. No, you haven't found the right combination. I don't want you to stop. So maybe it's number six gift and number two passion and number four get a group of people and wrap yeah. around and start doing it. Eventually what will happen, Tara, is your purpose is going to emerge from a completely unexpected place. And it's going to come and hit you right in the chest. You're going to turn your attention and go, that's it. That's why I'm here. Now what do I do? What do, I do? <laughs> and that's the secret yeah. to finding purpose. Don't ever quit. Don't ever stop looking at combinations. And I think that people get really, uh, they go, oh my God, what if it takes me a year? I don't care. It took me till I was 58 years old to figure mine out. Yeah. But it's never too late. Never too late. Never, ever, ever too late. And when you finally get to that place where you're touching that thing called purpose, here's the first thing that you'll feel. Time completely disappears when you're doing it. Yes. And you, right. And if you uh. feel that, if you actually feel that happening and you just touch that and you go, oh, my gosh. And you're going, oh, I, oh. That, that, that's what I'm what I'm telling people is pay attention to what you're doing. And usually people go, well, what do you mean? So that person who was the barbecue you know, talking about barbecuing or yeah. maybe you love surfing or maybe you love flowers or maybe you love cooking or baking or something. You don't realize that energy that's flowing from you. Number one, when you're doing that, I know time is completely disappearing. Number two, you're inspiring other people with your energy. And people don't realize, because here's, I'll, I'm going to end on this. I think that there's a responsibility for every human being to get so excited and get so enthusiastic about something that they are passionate about mm. so that whoever you're talking to can feel your emotion. I think you can feel it right now. I'm hoping your listeners can feel the emotion that comes from me when I'm purpose hunting because it's inspiring people. And here's the thing. If I don't do that, if I don't let other people feel my passion, if you don't let people feel your passion, I think you're stealing an opportunity for that person you're talking to to be inspired by you. That's a responsibility. I, I don't take that lightly. I think yeah. that people say, they go, oh, am I boring you? I say, boring me? No, that's your responsibility to get excited, let people get inspired. And all of a sudden, you don't know. You may be the only one that can inspire that person because you let your emotions out and they felt it. Yeah. That makes sense? Absolutely. It's like this magic that happens, this energetic magic to internally, but when somebody else can feel that and the goosebumps and, 
and it's all the feels. It's not just one feeling. It's all the feels. And it's it's magic. It's magical what comes of it when you can do that and you do do that. Um, well, it's, uh, oh, you say magical and it's a, you that what, this is one of the reasons you and I have had so many <clears throat> meaningful conversations. Yeah. Inspirational conversations because we've allowed each other to be to be inspired. And and when you think about what you do for, you know, in your work, as far as helping people get find the right job, think about that. Okay. Yeah. When you really find the right job. Okay. I actually call it career one and career two. I don't know if anybody career one, career two, career two, follow me on this. Career two is what you do to make a living. You're usually very good at it. Mm -hmm. You're usually bringing value to the, to the marketplace in a really significant way, but you don't necessarily love it. That's career two. I mean, if you can look at me, I'm holding up two hands. Career one is something you love to do, but you don't necessarily make a living doing it right now. Mm -hmm. I go, wouldn't it be cool if you could meld those two worlds together and do something you love while serving a group of people using your gifts and your passions and you hit a home run that that magic that you just described happens. Yeah. And, and a lot of people, I don't think they put that together and they go, oh, I'll never find that. I go, no, remember my number five point, don't ever stop. Put the different combinations. Maybe, maybe it's that number one gift and you just got to, it's just that one, not, not number two, but number three passion. And then it's number, right. it's just making one adjustment. And then when you make that one adjustment, all I've done, and I guess back to my book, all I've done was I have watched my progress and what I did. I've documented my process. Mm -hmm. And all I'm doing to people is showing them, don't, you have to pay attention to these clues that come from each one of the things we've talked about. Yeah. When you do that and you put this right combination together, when you hit it, it's like, that's it. And that's when you go, oh my gosh. And now you, now you sit there and you go, oh, now what am I going to do now? Well, you know, really what you just did was you gave birth to an elephant. Right. <laughs> you, you know what, Tara? <laughs> Be careful because you will either you will either kill it or it will kill you if you're not organized. Yeah. And that's when you get into this whole thing on, oh my gosh, you know, my favorite uh, favorite people that I love to coach, two, there's two different groups of people. My favorite are people like my age. Okay, I'm only 39. <laughs> well, okay. The calendar says I'm 65, <laughs> but I never pay attention to that thing anyways. <laughs> but but those that are like looking at retirement looking for where, where they're about to retire right yeah and my favorite question when someone is either retired or about to retire if you did not have to make money anymore what would you do and you, and and people are that are silent and they go oh my gosh and, and you, you, the deer in the headlights I'm going, no that's the, the beautiful part is what would you do if you did not have to make money would you go and you know, who could you serve with your gifts and your passion if you didn't have to make money? That would be, that'd be a, a utopia forever, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that's when people, you know, you know, people who, um, you ever hear of someone who retires and then they die very soon after? Yeah. They've studied this. You know yeah. that in your world, right? Mm -hmm. They've studied this. And if you don't have a purpose, if you don't have a bigger reason to be, 
that when you stop doing your work and, you know, when you, when you're done working, you know, I, I, 42 years in the insurance business, I was really good at, but I didn't love it doing this. I could do this forever. And I will do it forever. As long as God willing, God willing that he's letting me be here and I take care of my body. Same with yeah. you, same yeah. with you. Cause you're, you're a coach, you are touching lives. You are doing things in ways that you don't realize how, how, how important that is. Powerful. Hmm. Matt, I'm, I have no words right now. I'm, I'm filled. I, you, everything that you've just touched about, touched upon, um, for our audience listening, it's, it's, it's up to you and you get to take those steps and it's one step, one after the other and keep moving forward. And Matt, thank you so, so very much for sharing your top five ways to finding your purpose. Well, um, I want to make sure yes, we share your book. I want to make sure we share your podcast for all of our listeners out there on a mission for 2024. Let's make it happen. Well, thank you for having me, Tar. It's been a, a, a pleasure and I can't wait to meet anybody who's listening. Uh, reach out to me and, and uh, I, I'm sure you'll have the link uh, to, to get a hold of me. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We are Define Talent, a Define Logic service coming to you at top five. Make it a great day.